0: This is Canada Reads American Style, featuring two friends who love Canada Reads and Canadian literature. Welcome, our host Rebecca from Michigan and Tara from Ontario. Happy New Year! Woohoo! <laughs> it's Rebecca and Tara. And today we will be talking about our 2022 wrap-up and our 2023 goals. And, you know, we have done a solid year of uh, podcasting together.
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought of that, I think, yesterday. I was like, wait, it's been a year. It's been a whole year. I can't even believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So we are going to start, I'm going to have you start and tell us what your top three books were for 2022.
1: Okay, this was much more difficult than I thought it was going to be. I uh, I knew it was going to be difficult, but then when I started going through and writing up my list of potential books and I had to cross some off by going, it was a it was difficult, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I'm gonna go in chronologically. My first book is nonfiction, and it is On Account of Darkness by Ian Kennedy.
0: Good choice.
1: Yeah, good yep. choice. I thought you would yep. agree. I thought you would yep, agree. Yep, yep,
0: yep, yep. I almost um, picked I almost picked that one.
1: I, I was afraid you would. I'm like, that was I'm like, do I pick it or not? I'm like, Rebecca could easily pick this one. So, but I went with it anyways. We did an interview with the author, Ian Kennedy, so I'm not going to get into it, but it's episode 93, and it's an amazing interview. He was wonderful to speak to. It's a beautiful book. I learned things that I did not know about our province here in Ontario and the country as a whole, but this was specifically in Ontario and But I think it relates to sports and racism in North America as a whole. Yeah. It was amazing. So my second one is The Spoon Stealer by Leslie Crew. Okay. Can I just
0: say, when I was going through your, I was looking at some of your titles, and then I thought... I still haven't gotten that one yet. So okay. I was
1: wondering that ah, and I was I writing it down it. I'm like, I don't know if Rebecca's read this and then didn't like it. So hasn't mentioned it to me.
0: Nope. Or... I just haven't, I have to buy it because I can't get it here in Michigan, believe it or oh, not. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: And yeah, yeah. no, I, actually, that is true. I don't think they're, her books aren't easy to get even up here, even though she's quite prolific, I think because she's an East coast writer makes oh. them a little more difficult sometimes to get. Okay. But anyway. So this one was published in 2020 And was long listed for this uh, Canada Reads this year for 2022, which is how I was introduced to the author because I had not heard of her beforehand, and I loved this book so much. Oh, that's so exciting! That's so so cool. So I'll give a little snippet. Because I'm not sure. I feel like I haven't spoken about it, but maybe I did.
0: I don't think you did.
1: Okay, I'll give a little snippet. There, it's about Emmeline, who is I'm. She's an elderly lady, I cannot tell you her age, uh and she lives in England with her dog Vera. And in an attempt, she leads a lonely lonely life and she joins a memoir writing club at her local library as a way to make friends and to get outside. And in this process, she makes friends and we hear her story and she goes back to the time of her when she was born in Nova Scotia pre-World War 1 her experience in World War One and what brought her to England in the end. And then something also happens that brings her back to Nova Scotia in her old age. And it is just, it is funny. It is sad. It's just a lovely story. I, yeah, I love this one. I think by page two, I can't remember what it was that the, Uh, What Emmeline said, but I was just like, I am full on in for this book by page two. Loved it.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to put that one high on my list to get a darn copy as quickly as I can.
1: Yeah. Maybe I should run out and see if I can't get you a copy, actually, Rebecca, because that would have been a good one to get you. Yeah. Yeah. And now I want to read the rest of uh, her backlist. And her new book, because I think she, she did. She oh. just published a new book this past year. Mm. So, yeah. So that's my book two. And then book three is Starling by Kirsten Cram. Ooh. Yes, which uh, we discussed very recently. I can't remember the episode. I know I brought it up. I will let me go flip through my notes. Oh, in episode 108 in our book chat number two we discuss this one.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I have to say that if I were looking at your list of everything you read this year, yeah. I don't know that I would have picked those 3. Isn't that fascinating? That is. Yeah. I oh my gosh, that's actually coming. Yeah. That's interesting. So, well, all three excellent choices. And I'm telling you, The Spoon Stealer is high on my list to get that oh. thing read because well, I do think it's fabulous. I mean, it sounds fabulous.
1: Yeah, I now want to read it again now that I've been talking about it again. I'm like, now I want to read it again.
0: Now, do you reread books? Because I, I hardly ever do.
1: I do. I am a oh. rereader. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. Like books that really uh, that I become highly invested in and that make me feel good. I read those again. Like I won't read if I love a book, but it's a disturbing book or dark. I don't tend to reread those, Oh, but books that make me like feel really good, even Mm -hmm. if they make me sad at some point, even more so if they make me sad at some point in the story, actually, because I do like a good cry when I'm reading a book. Yeah. But if I get like an overall happy feeling or like a feeling of being home, those are the books I reread. Oh, that sounds nice. really cheesy, but
0: no, that's really nice. Yeah, yeah. I just, I always feel like I there are just a hundred million books I want to read,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I'll never get to all of them, and so I rarely reread because that's time I take. I'm taking away from something new. So yeah, just, yeah. But um, I get that too. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Okay. Well, my three. You're probably at least two of them. You will, I think, guess quickly. But okay. Okay. So I, we, I have talked ad nauseum about this and I'm going to, it's a whole series, but it's the Nora Watts books by Sheila. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because my criteria for deciding what three I want to talk about or, or say that they are my favorite of the year, it's what I recommend them to every single human being that walks this planet. And that's how, that was my criteria. So I said, yeah. yes, everywhere I go, I will always tell everyone about Nora Watts. So that's. And I'm not going to say anything more because y'all all all have heard me talk about it so much. You're probably sick of me.
1: Yeah, that's Uh, a good criteria, though, for recommending, like for your being your top favorite books. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because it's hard to um, really think about, Okay, what is your top of the year? And even though we do this thing, you know, it's all we there were so many books that had five stars from me or Mm -hmm. A pluses even this year that I just thought, oh, for crying out loud, I've got got to base it on something. So that's what it is. Yeah. Now, my second book is of course What Strange Paradise by mm-hmm. Omar Alikod. I mean, I that book will live with me forever and that one I really 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 want to read again and I probably will at some point. So, yeah. cuz it is a pretty quick read. So, It is. And beautiful. Yeah. Stunning. Yeah. And yeah. again, everybody knows that book. I'm not going to go on about it. Yeah. But, my number 3 is one that I just read uh within the last couple months. So, it is Diary of a Young Girl. The definitive edition by Anne Frank and actually oh. her father who also who who actually got the definitive edition uh the contents of it were through her father when I was a kid, most people have read the youth young person's version of Diary of a Young Girl because everybody I've talked to has, have they've said that's the one they read well, I never read it I don't know if in school why either i it didn't come across my my view, or mm-hmm. we didn't read it in school, or I don't know why. But I always said, I never read this. So I was kind of embarrassed that I hadn't. And I thought, especially, I was going to read it in 2023. And then I said, you know, with all the anti Semitism going on around the world, I thought now mm-hmm. would be a really good time for me to read this book. And the only thing I want to say about it is even if you've read the youth, the young person's version of it, read the definitive edition. Yeah. Because it is it will blow your mind. Because if you read the other one, you had no clue. She talks intimately about sex. This was the 1940s and feminism. That blew my mind. And the thing I want to say about this book, having read it and why it made my list and why I will sing its praises to people if they've not read the definitive edition. And I should say too, the definitive edition was it's her original diary, but then at some point during the time they were um hiding, they had heard on the radio that after the war was over they were going to publish people's diaries or whatever. So she actually went back and edited some of her diary. And then after you know, they were you know, sent to the camps, her father survived, then he took her diaries and he also added content. And that's why the youth version is what he edited. And that's why it's a very tame compared to her original words. Anyway, she was so articulate. And so the thing that really struck me after I read it, and it was, for me, it was just a really emotional read because I kept saying to myself at the end of it, I said, you know, the world lost an amazing woman. She would have There's no doubt in my mind she would have had an impact on the world. I really believe that because she was a a really, she was such an amazing writer at that age from 13 to 15 or whatever it was. She was an amazing writer. And you know, she would have had, especially reading her feminism and her political views and stuff, she would have had, she would have been on the national stage in my mind. So the world, that's what the world lost.
1: Yeah. I am going to be reading this book.
0: Yeah. 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 Because, again, most of us probably have read the the child's version of it, right? Which is very tragic. But boy, let me tell you something. She was an amazing young woman to be that um, self-aware. And that's the other thing. She started out as this really sort of selfish self, self self-obsessed, you know, young girl. And by the end, it is her, her personal growth and how she made peace with her parents and the people she was living in the house with. It, it was just, it blew my mind. It's, it's, it's up there in my top books I've ever read. I'm not kidding. So yeah. I loved it, loved it, loved it.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So
0: that th- those are my top three. Yep. Great top, th- great top three. Okay. Now we, <laughs> we <laughs> this is pretty funny. So we went back today, I think, and listened to what our 2022 goals were uh, that we set last year. And we said, oh, did we reach them? <laughs> so I'm going to let you go first. What was your 2022 goal or goals?
1: Okay, so I had two, one which, one which is an ongoing one that's been going on for several years, and that's to read the previous year's Giller long list. So that I achieved last year. So I read the 2022 Giller, wait know no, the 2021. So, oh my God, I'm getting so confused. Sorry. I know. <laughs> 2021 Giller long list. I read that minus one, which I did not, there was one that I did not finish, but I consider that done because I attempted it and did not like it. So I put it down. Mm-hmm. And then my other one was to attack the Agatha Christie catalog. I was not highly successful at this in that I, I only read four of the Hercule Poirot books. I yeah, but in my pronunciation, ha- but. Yeah, but
0: how many are there? Because I think four oh is gosh.
1: pretty darn good, though. Oh, just no? the Poirot books? Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I just, I got tired of writing down the list after I got through all the Poirot books. So I'm just, there's probably at least 30 of those. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, I'm like, I didn't even look at Miss Marple or anything else. I'm just now focusing on the Hercule books and see how that goes. Okay. So I was, you know, I looked at, I, I, I've started it. Let's say that I've begun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you
0: even said it was going to take you a few years to do yes. it. So I mean, yes. you know, I think yeah. you know, I think four is a respectable number. It is. It to is. Start with. How about you, Rebecca? <laughs> I'm trying not to howl laughing because I did not even remember <laughs> this goal. I, I'm not. It's hilarious. I thought I had a different goal. It turns out I did not. So my goal for 2022 <laughs> was to read classic literature from different countries. Like I said, you know, like in the United States, if you said, what's a classic title here, I would say something like, you know, by um, Mark Twain or something. And I thought, I really want to read more about countries from around the world and what their classic titles are.
1: It's a great goal. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I forgot about it the day after (laughs) and never (laughs) made any attempt whatsoever to do it. And I would like to say I'm going to blame it on the fact that it's retirement brain because yeah. I did retire at the end of January uh, this year. And uh, I just, I'm not kidding you. It was hilarious. When I listened to the recording, I went, what the hell?
1: I, I have no memory of this. I did the this. same thing with yours. When you started talking, I'm like, oh, I totally forgot about that. I'm like, and she hasn't talked about it. I'm like, nope. so excited to be here.
0: Because there was something else that we will talk about in a second. Yes. That I thought was my goal that I set, which yeah. is hilarious. And I think that's
1: what sidetracked you, actually.
0: I think so. Yeah, yeah. I did get hung up on that. Because yeah. then, you know, I went the whole spreadsheet route and the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 And so, so here's what we're going to call this our silent goal, because you yes. and I also had a silent goal. So yes. tell me how you did
1: on um, your silent goal. Okay. So our silent goal was to get through our physical... TBR, like our stack of books that we have sitting on. Well, mine is on like a little bedside table in my room. So, I counted at the beginning of twenty twenty two. I had fifty five books in this stack, physical books. Okay. And my goal was to whittle that down. I think I said to you, I would love to get it down to ten. That would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I love doing this throughout the year. Actually, like keeping tally of it and stuff, Mm -hmm. because I then I kept tally of how many books I read from the the stack, uh, and how many books I added into the stack, whether they be Mm -hmm. ones that I purchased myself or were gifted. Mm -hmm. So I started with fifty five. I read (gasps) forty seven. Shut up! I know. I know. That is fantastic. Thank you, Rebecca. How oh. many did I add? 47. <laughs> so I'm at the exact same number.
0: <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. See, when That's When I hilarious. added it up this morning. I'm
1: like, oh my God, my God it's the exact same number. <laughs> so I've made no progress, but it hasn't gotten any bigger. So,
0: you know. The fact
1: that you did,
0: you read 47 out of 55, that is yeah. so, that is amazing. Like, what? Thank you. To me, you one hundred percent met that goal, hundred yes. percent met that goal. thank you, well, I yeah. think
1: I did pretty good too. I think I did pretty good too. It just cracked me up that I actually haven't the The stack is no smaller but
0: <laughs> <laughs> but here but you know, but I will say this though, if everybody did that where they read most of what they purchased in the year and then they just bought more, I think that that's, that's great. I mean, right. Yeah. Cause you yeah. want to add new books to your list or whatever. And so, no, I think that I I'm just freaking impressed as heck, man. Seriously. Oh, well,
1: thank, now, wow. mind you, some of them that are still left in my stack are not all like, they're still old ones from the beginning of last year. Mm-hmm. So I did read a lot that were either a given or that I purchased. I did read a lot of those ones this year. So mm-hmm. there's still a nice little stack of older books that I would like to tackle and get out of there by the end of 2023. So we'll see. But yeah. Yeah. Still.
0: Wow. That's, um, I'm really hella, hella impressed. That's amazing. Thank so, you. Good, good job. Thank okay. you. So my to, to be read list uh, is not as long as probably everybody out there listening to this podcast, because I don't really buy books that much. I bought more books in the last couple of years than I have my probably if you add up my whole entire life because I go to the library. I just am a library librarian. You know, I go to the library. But I had I read and I don't know how many I started out with, to be honest, because my thing is I'm a mood reader. And that's why I don't like to buy books that much, because I could be really excited about it in that moment. Mm -hmm. And then six months or a year go by and then I'm like, yeah, I don't want to read this. And that's what kind of happened. There were a stack of books that I just said, uh, I either tried starting to read it and went, nope, or I just went, I'm just not interested anymore. And so my public library wildly benefited from some really great titles
1: nice. that I
0: never read. And then I, I, I just knew I was never going to read. So yep. I read, though, 30 books nice. that had been on my list between 2019 and kind of, early in 2022. So yeah. I got through 30, so I was very happy. Yep. And I have added for 2023, I have 17 books now that I have purchased. And actually it's funny, I I think I added the first one in in February of 22. And so I just bought 17 over the course of Well, I actually bought a few more than that, but I already read some of them, so. Yeah. But anyway, so I have 17 that books that I will read next year. 2023.
1: Yeah. That's really good.
0: Yeah. So, and and I'm happy because I don't, and I sincerely, I judge no one about how many books they have on their TBR because that's, that's their reading and that's cool. But Mm -hmm. for me, I, it actually causes me to have anxiety if things are sitting on my shelf and I don't get to them because I, unlike a lot of people, I can't continue to keep buying books if I have things staring me in the face yeah. and that's just me personally, I can't, I can't do it. So that's why I've only so far have 17, you know, on my yeah. TBR. So no, yeah. that's
1: a, that's a great number. I would like to get down to that because I find with having, I also don't like having a large number of books and the 55 I have there, I find to be a large number of unread books because I find it keeps me from reading newer books. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always feel like I'm playing catch up, which is actually moving into my goal for 2023 is that when I have a lot of books, I feel like I'm continuously playing catch up with my reading and mm-hmm. not reading the newer books that I really want to as a result. So that's why I would like to keep whittling down my physical TBR.
0: So does that mean this is your official goal for 23? What you know? Do you how many? Do you just have the one goal, or do you have multiple goals for twenty twenty
1: three? Okay, so I think it it is to still whittle down. My official goal is to keep whittling down this TBR, mm-hmm. but I want to focus on reading the newer books of favorite authors that come out. Mm. So I often find that, like a new uh, a favorite author will publish a book, I'm really excited about it. -hmm. But I either then I either wait to buy the book because it's not the right moment to buy the book. I know that sounds weird, but in my head I have this little system about when I buy books. So um, I either end up don't not buying the book or purchasing it and it sits there waiting, and Mm -hmm. then I kind of forget about it. Mm -hmm. So I would like to read the newly published books of my favorite authors as they're published. Like, I don't have a number that I can put to it. It's just more of a state of mind for my reading.
0: Because that's what I was going to ask you, is whether you have a list of specific authors that you would say, okay, these are the ones whose new books I'm going to read. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you have specific authors in mind?
1: I do right now because I think I have four of those books sitting in my stack that I recently got that I would like to read. Do you offhand know which th-
0: what they are, what who the authors are anyway?
1: Uh, yep. Uh, one is Anne Marie McDonald's newest book, Fane, that came out a couple of months ago. Uh, oh, yeah. David Adams Richards had <gasps> a new book come out. I know. Rebecca? Whoa. I know. I didn't know that. Oh. <laughs> I okay. didn't know this either till like three weeks ago. I'm so upset with myself. It came out in October. Um and I got that for Christmas. So I have that waiting for oh, me. Nice. There's a, the Newfoundland author, Lisa Moore. I have her latest. Mm-hmm. And I thought there was a fourth one. Well, the Spoon
0: Stealer. Is that, was it the Spoon Stealer one?
1: Yes. Author? She has okay. a new one, too, but I haven't purchased it yet. Okay. But, um, oh, actually, and you know what? Um, N.K. Jemisin, who is the, uh, an American author who does speculative fiction, her newest one came out a couple of months ago. And I got that for Christmas and I will be starting that later today. So those oh, are nice. my four like I kind of I don't want to read the buzzy books right away yeah. because the buzzy books I find they always disappoint me if I start if I read them right away. That's mm-hmm. not my intention it's to my intention is to read the newest books of my favorite authors in a more mm-hmm. timely manner. There we go. I said that for yeah. you yeah
0: okay yeah so. All right. All right. Recap your two goals. So you have two goals. Yeah. So one is so, to whittle down your... Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Whittle down... Continuing the TBR, the whittling down of the TBR. That'll be a continuous one. Agatha Christie. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's continue. Yeah. Uh, the 2022 Giller long list. Ooh, that enough. will be one. So I've only read three of the 14 so far. So that'll. Yeah. that'll happen. I think I haven't read that many because... I'm not super excited about the long list this year. Yeah. But I'm going to read them anyways cuz then I, that's how I always find new authors when I when that happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then also to keep an eye out for your or is that like a considered a fourth goal and keeping out an eye on the new the new or the new yes. books by your Okay. So you yep. have four goals.
1: Yes, but not a lot and like only the Giller one is like a really concrete one with numbers. You know what I mean? Like well, yeah, but I guess they're all concrete. But yeah,
0: yeah, no, but I can see the Giller has a fixed number to it, right? Yeah, so as yeah. the other ones are going to be a little more, you know, fuzzy a little bit. Yeah. But I'm just saying the reason I'm saying that is because in a year when we are doing this again, <laughs> I want you to remember you had four goals.
1: Four goals. Yes, I will. And
0: unlike myself, who didn't couldn't remember, so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, I got four. They're there. I'm writing them down right now, so that I will not be surprised on december twenty eighth of twenty twenty
0: three Okay now yeah. I have three goals, okay. My first goal is to read wonderful books around the world, <laughs> <laughs> but I have a goal but I have a plan now okay. I have a plan okay. okay. I did about halfway through the year i I realized I came across this hashtag called reading the world. So on Instagram, if you look at the hashtag and I'll put this in the show notes, read the world or I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Reading the world, then there isn't, that's the bigger one, I think of the three. And then there's read the hashtag, read the world. And then there's hashtag read around the world. Okay. And the reason I'm, I've been following them, but you know how the algorithm works. I wasn't really seeing this stuff. So anyway, People are reading around the world and then they're posting about these books. And so I thought, rather than to stick with like the classic titles from a country, I'm just going to look at some titles that really grab me in the moment mm-hmm. and read about these different countries. And so, as we've talked about before, I have this real bias about hot climate. And so, my goal. I mean, I'm not putting a number on it, but I will read at least one <laughs> set in like no. I mean, I'm going to read about Africa, and a lot of it's yeah. hot there. So, I just love to read about you know northern climates. Yeah, you know that's my thing. Yeah. But I am going to commit to at least read one in a hot climate. That's all. That's what I'll say. But overall, I'm going to be looking for books about yeah. other countries because I need to learn a lot more about other places. Yeah, that's like
1: a focus for you yeah it's reading. definitely
0: going to be yeah a focus yeah. so I love my Canadian literature I'm going to be yep. continue continuing to read as much as I can but I am going to focus a little bit on other countries as well so
1: yeah, yeah. I like this one for you yep. yeah yeah
0: now my other two are kind of I, I don't know if I've ever told you this I'm not 100% sure if I've ever said this to you but mm. it was serendipitous because I was in sarnia as i was going to toronto a couple of weeks ago to hang out with some friends and i went into my little independent bookstore in sarnia that i love
1: yeah
0: and i was at the checkout line because i only was going to buy that what's the sleeping car porter is that what it's yeah, titled yeah yeah I bought that and then I bought some other little gifts, you know, little, they have, a, it's a great store because they have a lot of really cool non-book things, but sometimes they're book related, but it's just a lot of fun things that they have yeah. in the store. So I am buying Christmas gifts and stuff. Well, anyway, I'm standing at the checkout line and there's this turntable thingy, whatever it's called. And it has like classic books that are, I'm pretty sure they're not leather bound, but they feel kind of like leather bound. Okay. And so I was just, I just looked at it. And there was one of my goals sitting right in front of my face, so I had to buy this book.
1: What? What is it?
0: Aesop's Fables. Oh. When I was a child, we had a copy of it. And I know that as a child, I read them. But of course, I mean, I was really young, so I don't know. But anyway, so what I decided to do is every day, I think there's only like 180, I think, in there. But So I, I, it won't take me the whole year. But every day I will read one, and then I'm going to journal about it because I want to see in the course of my life, did I learn the lesson of the fable (laughs) throughout the course of my life or did I not? You know what I mean? So I thought it'd be kind of fun to kind of journal about it. And I I just sort of looked at the first one and I was like, son of a bitch, I did not.
1: You're like, what's up with this tortoise? Why is he
0: so slow? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like I was thinking to myself, this might be a depressing Year, I mean, a depressing goal in terms. I I say to myself, "Wow, you hit this age and you've learned freaking nothing the whole your whole life." Or I might say, "I did learn that lesson, and I'm very thankful I learned it." But anyway, so Aesop's Fables is one of them, which I thought would be a lot of fun, and it's a really beautiful. I'll I'll have to show you a screenshot of the book. It's really
1: it's really beautiful. I hope you share some of these on Instagram too. Oh, if you feel up to it, it might be kind of fun to watch you read along. Like, oh yeah. Think of it. No, that's a great idea. I will do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then the
0: other one, I've been thinking about this one for a while. And I know I talked to you about it before because it turns out uh, I'm not sure which edition I'm going to buy. But I also want to read Grimm's Fairy Tales because I have never read them. And I know that Disney has turned a lot of them into movies. Yeah. But my thing is, I want to read the original. Well, I can't read the original. It's in German. But do you know what I
1: mean? Yes. I think we had this conversation. We did. Months ago, right? Yeah. Oh, did we do it on the podcast? Or oh, no, was it just, just you and I personally. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And so that's why I thought, you know, when I started to look at the different editions, I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know which one to buy. Yeah. And so it's going to take me a little while to find it. But I do want to read those because I just feel like, you know, when things get Disney-fied, I can't, you know, the original yeah. story is probably always better. Oh,
1: they're going to be so dark.
0: Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, 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 God. yeah. So, yeah. And I thought this was, I just, I don't know, that just really struck me. So that's it. So it's going to be reading the world. Yeah. Aesop's fables and Grimm's fairy tales. Yeah. So
1: those are good. Yeah. So that's my goals are like completely different. That makes them more fun actually.
0: Yeah. We'll be kind of watching each other's uh, progression as we go through the year. And it's funny too, because the um, Agatha Christie books, like I said, um, before, I think I've actually only read 10 Little Indians. So at some point I do want to throw some in because when you talk about it, I mean, you're just so you know, high on her yeah. books and everything. Yeah. So I was thinking, you know, I just had read that one and never went back again. So someday I'm going to probably add some of those. And so if you have, you know, recommendations of maybe certain ones that you really loved a lot, yeah. that would be cool. So, yeah. Yeah. So, sounds- well, Anything else to wrap up our, our, this is a wrap up of 22 and a, you know, a happy new year for 23. Anything else you want to
1: add? I don't think so. Oh, unless people, if they would like to share their favorite reads of 2022, please send them, like leave them in the comments on Instagram or send them in the DMs because yeah. I think it would be really fun to hear what other people, what their favorites have been as well.
0: Oh, yeah. And also, yeah. if they have goals for 23, we'd love yes. to hear what those are as well. Yes. And I, I will say that when Shauna and I were doing the podcast together, every year she would ch- change kind of the look of the um, pod, like if you click on our podcast, what it looks like. She'd always kind of change the theme every year. So I'm kind of playing around with Canva and we will have a new, a little bit of a new look just for the podcast, little graphics and stuff. So. Um, but I just want to say that this year has been just the best sharing it with you all the reading all the interviews we did adding our reader repartee and our book chats everything has just been so much fun this year it's
1: been a really fun a fun experience a fun first year of podcasting I've really enjoyed it yeah yeah so
0: yeah so we hope that uh, we well we'll definitely have some uh, we've got a couple of authors coming up in the in the month of January and February, and of course, we know Canada Reads kicks off. Mm-hmm. I think the long list will be out what like mid January or something. I think
1: that's what it was last year, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And so we are gearing up for that as well. So anyway, I just want to wish everybody a happy New Year, and we hope that you'll continue to join us. And
1: thanks so much. Yeah, happy reading. Thank you for joining us on our bookish journey. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing Canada Reads American Style wherever you listen. You can connect with the podcast and Rebecca on Instagram at Canada Reads American Style and with Tara at On a Branch Reads. Until next time, keep reading.